If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Uh, this is Mind Pump, and uh, this is where we talk about all kinds of fun stuff, including fitness, nutrition, and other random facts and BS. But uh, one thing we wanted to kind of cover today um, is the topic of meal frequency. Ooh, great topic. Frequency. Oh. So, so that's how, uh, how frequent been, you eat. Yeah, right. Go ahead. <laughs> where, where do we start here? I this never is, cut is, people off. Yeah, this, no, this, this is, is a, a tough way to. This is a great. This is a great debate right here, and I can't wait to hear everyone because we, uh, those of you that don't know us, or uh, maybe some of you guys follow all three of us. I'm not sure. I, I think we're all a little bit different. Honestly. We are, but I, I'll debate this, and I'm just going to warn you guys ahead of time. I'm not as sexy as these I am. Guys, I'm so. a. I'm a master debater. So if you guys want, <laughs> I, I will take you guys. I can out say that me. faster. I can confirm yeah. that. I'm a cunning linguist, if you will. <laughs> So you know, here's so with 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 meal frequency, I'm going to tell you my. I'm going to be straight straight up. I'm pretty sure I'm going to piss off a lot of people, which actually I like. I enjoy doing. So when I see pictures on social media of bodybuilders or not even bodybuilders, well, they quote unquote bodybuilders. These are just dudes that want to look like bodybuilders or chicks that want to look like bodybuilders or look fit. I see them posting pictures of Tupperware containers, uh, like six in a row of the same fucking food in every container. So it's like. Wait, let me ounces. guess. Is it broccoli? Yeah, yeah. Can you guess? Tilapia? Yeah. T- uh, r- White rice? And Yeah, and some, yeah, three ounces of meat. And, or, or chicken, I'm sorry. Or chicken. Skinless. And it's the same meal six times in a row. It's the sequence, yeah. It's and exactly the I'm same. I'm going to tell you guys something right now. Okay, you guys ready for this? You have an eating disorder. That's literally the definition of an OCD type eating. I mean, that's... <laughs> who the fuck... Let's be real. Okay, wait a second before... <laughs> Adam's so, like, yeah, I know. Well, this is awkward. Adam's right? like, oh, fuck. I know. You know, yeah, now I know how Sal felt the other day. Now I know how Sal felt the other day when we were making fun of the five-finger shoes and uh, he was all quiet. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, fuck, I got a pair of those. I'm going in my head like... like Fuck, I got like two posts on my Instagram of me like Tupperware all out. Some of that. <laughs> Although uh, six pack there, I have a little more variety than uh, six of the same meals. In fact, I, I don't think I ever eat more than uh, two of the same things uh, in one day. Uh, I would go insane, first of all. Plus, uh, your body gets all kinds of different uh, micro and macronutrients from all different types of foods that are sending vitamins and minerals that your body needs that do not are not all contained in salmon, white rice, and broccoli. Right. So. Well, let's, let's, Justin, what's, what's the concept behind why do people eat six, eight times a day? What do they say well, it does? I mean, the, we they're saying it's raising right? your metabolism, right? That's yeah. one factor. I mean, too. what do they? I mean, this is what I've always Well, I'll tell, I'll tell you what I used yeah. to teach. I used okay, to, okay, I, yeah. I, used to, I mean, honestly, before when I used to believe the importance of this, what you would teach, and this is exactly the analogy that I'd give to somebody who uh, wouldn't understand all the science behind it or what we thought was the science behind it back then was that, you know, you're, you have this metabolism and it's like a fire. And oh, fuck. This is exactly what I used to say. Oh, bro. No, I, know, I know, right? Yeah. And so your metabolism... came from the same background. Right? <laughs> so you, if it probably trickled down to your me. Metabolism, <laughs> <laughs> your metabolism is like a fire. And for most people that are uh, struggling with weight loss, that, that fire is more like a lighter flame. And uh, my goal was to build it up to a roaring, you know, forest fire. And fat the way, furnace. The way we were going to turn it into a fat furnace was we were, instead of throwing one or two big logs on it and smoldering the fire, 
it was uh, a lot more, of kindling. Yes, we wanted to chop you up those. You want to stoke the fire. That's yeah. right. You wanted right. you wanted to do, give it like kindling all day long. You want to feed it six times a day. You know, periodically every two to three hours to where you're constantly just building that roaring fire up. So, so, so this comes from. So here's here's where that comes from. Now that's that's what they tell you. They tell you eat small meals throughout the day, speeds up the metabolism. If you eat infrequently. What happens? Your body goes into starvation mode and it wants to store calories because you didn't yeah. eat everything. Immediately hours. ketosis. Right. So here, here's where that comes from. Well, first of all, debunk that real quick. Well, I'm gonna we, de- we know now. I'm going to debunk that because okay. it comes from studies. And this is what bodybuild. This is what people are good at, especially supplement companies are good at. They'll take a study. They'll extrapolate what they want out of it. And then they'll expand upon it and turn it into something that sells more supplements. So here's what a study shows. Studies show that when you eat, you get a thermic effect. Okay, so you eat food, your metabolism does increase, and you do increase the amount of calories that your body burns. I'm it's called stop the thermic you right effect. There, yeah, thermic effect of food. That that is one of the most uh, overlooked factors as far as like your daily caloric uh, expenditure. Oh, it's a small effect. It's it's tiny, but people don't even know that that's a factor. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so so the thermic effect when you eat, you get a thermic effect. So what supplement companies did is they said, "Oh, if we eat little meals throughout the day, we're going to get all these thermic effects." Well, here's the real science. The thermic effect matches the amount of food that you eat. So you eat three bigger meals, you get three bigger thermic effects. You eat eight smaller meals, you get eight smaller thermic effects. The net effect is exactly the same. So you do not speed up your metabolism by eating small meals. That's completely false. It's 100% false. It's bullshit. Um, uh, and now as far as starvation mode is concerned, what about starvation mode? Oh, my God. If I don't eat every four, yeah. if I don't eat right now, I'm going to start losing muscle and I'm going to start gaining <laughs> You're body eating fat. eating into your muscle. Yeah. 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 Well, what, what do we find? I, I think there's studies out there that show that it, it, your body doesn't even start to go catabolic like that to like 72 hours or something. Yeah, you cannot eat for two for two or three days before your body goes into quote unquote starvation mode. So that's completely false. Even, yeah. Even longer, I think. Yeah. yeah or it, even longer, right? Yeah. I mean, it depends on it depends how Depends on the size and like, yeah, what sort of, yes. you know, body mass you have. Right. And so so ultimately, small meals doesn't speed up the metabolism. It doesn't get you out of starvation mode because you're not in it in the first place. But let's take a step back, right? Let's look at how humans evolved eating. Humans d- did not evolve eating, um, you know, eight square, eight meals of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates uh, mm. all day long. They just didn't. Our bodies didn't evolve doing that. We didn't have refrigerators. We weren't able to car- carry around these Tupperware containers of food. <laughs> what we did is we hunted, and when we killed something, we ate the fuck out of it. Right. And in between that, if we found a nut Feast or a berry, we, or yeah, some roots, we would eat a little bit. So in reality, your our bodies are more, uh, uh, they've evolved, and they're more likely to respond better to less frequent meals. Now, this is barring people with, Blood sugar issues or health concerns, mm. uh, they're already at the they're already at the point now where they can't eat the way that their bodies evolved because they have those kinds of issues. But if you're a healthy individual, uh, small meals doesn't give you any benefit. And eating less frequently is no detriment. Um, in fact, really, it boils down to this. This is what it boils down to: personal preference. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you want to eat, you know, if you have to eat three thousand calories today. And you eat it in three meals, great. If well, you pay like, attention to yeah, mood no. and your energy levels no. and all these things. Like monitor that. Like yeah. that, your food is going to affect that. Yeah, and if you like walking around with a, a, a container of six of your meals and you have to eat every two hours and you enjoy doing that, you're a freak. But fine. Yeah, that's there cool. are freaks though. Yeah, like, so that's well, where Adam I, comes in. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I want to play. I'm going to play <laughs> devil's advocate a little bit on this one because uh, I do 100 percent agree though. I believe it is a personal preference. Um, 
something that I have found and then why this works so well for me. So I'll kind of give you, get you guys a little insight on my, my contest diet and how I do things. Um, when I'm bulking or I'm putting size on, uh, which that's a whole other great topic, uh, you know, when, I, when I'm building mass or, or on, the, on the gain, um, I, I've got to eat a good six to eight times because I can't, I can't quite, I can't sit in one sitting and actually crush that many calories right. that, of good, clean calories, nutrient rich right. foods that I need to get for my, my diet for not only overall health, but for muscle gaining and sustaining, uh, and for what I, you know, for how many calories I'm burning a day. So I've got to at least get a good four to six meals in minimum just to get the macronutrients in too. So something that I found uh, personally in, in myself is when I would eat, uh, when I would kind of go the you know smaller, let's say I go two or three meals in a day, which I, I do this and, I, and I'm into intermittent fasting and I believe all the benefits of that also. So um, we can get into that also. Yes, let's get into that. <clears throat> no, it's a great one. But uh, what happens is I, uh, I overindulge and I overindulge on some of the right things, wrong things. So the psychological part that uh, eating every two to three hours does for me is actually uh, really nice. Now it sounds like you would think it was like you said earlier about it, like an eating disorder. Well, first of all, I'm not eating all the, <laughs> eating all the same foods, and secondly, um, it's actually been a, be, the best way I've ever been able to control my macronutrient targets. Otherwise, and that's also why I only intermittent fast occasionally here and there because what I found even when I did that, like for long period of times where I restricted food for a long time. I get, I'm so hungry. And then when I eat, I can't stop eating. And then mm -hmm. I overeat on things. Now, mind you, that's like I said, that's, uh, this is not like something going on with my body. This is a psychological thing that I'm doing. That's obviously me being weak minded and not being able to shut myself down. So it's not supporting that. That's a, a better way. That's not a good way to do it because of that. That's my own issue that I deal with. So, well, check this out. This is interesting now. Now, what's funny now is that more science is coming out to show that infrequent eating is actually better for you. So infrequent eating is eating rather than eating, you know, every three hours, you eat uh, every eight or 10 hours or maybe even less. OK, um, when you eat less frequently, you increase something called cell um, autophagy. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It's A-U-T-O-P-H-A-G-Y. Now, this is the cells waste removal process. So, you know, all those like, you know, crunchy, hippie. People who are like, oh, when I fast, I feel so much better and I have so much more energy. Crunchy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's funny? That's probably from the increased uh, cell waste removal. The cells speed up their, their waste removal and it's actually showing that it's better for them. In animal models, when they restrict calories and they do stuff like this with them, they live longer, yeah. a lot longer. They have less chance, they have less instances well, of cancer. Well, they've shown that with humans as well. They've and, shown it with humans, neurogenesis yeah. and also growth hormone. Neurogenesis oh, awesome. is a crazy one. That yes. blew my mind. Yeah, the neurogenesis is the only thing. That, that is yeah, the only thing cells. that we've ever shown that actually regrows brain cells is by, I think it's at the 12 hour part. Yeah, is a restriction when of you, calories. Yeah, when yeah. you have when you've been fasted at a for at 12, 12 hours, it's shown the body not only the neurogenesis but the uh, the increase in growth hormone, natural growth hormone in your body. Wow, and huge! Well, benefits. well, also you increase inflammatory markers when you eat frequently. As a matter of fact, there's a study that I I'm pulling it up right now because I actually posted this on my on uh, my public page on Facebook here, and the study the title of it is it says hypercaloric diets with increased meal frequency but not meal size. What do they do? They increase intrahepatic uh, hep triglycerides. So what they found is that uh, they had a group of men who ate uh, less frequent meals versus a group of men that ate more frequent meals, but the calories were the same. Hmm. The more frequent meals actually had 
more uh, had higher triglycerides and also had higher body fat levels of um, what's it, uh, under the muscle. And I can't believe that. Subcutaneous. I can't yeah, uh, not subcutaneous, but um, uh, where it's around the organs. It's the type of body fat that you don't want. Visceral, visceral body visceral, fat. Yeah. Thank you, Doug. Yeah. It had more visceral body fat. Yeah. So hey, the only non-trainer over here answered that question right now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we gotta stop we gotta stop drinking yeah. and doing this yeah. show. <laughs> I'd like to say that Doug is my client. Our- Thank you, Doug. Yeah. He's my client. Yeah. No, but it's our it, brain pills. Yeah. So increase increased meal frequency actually shows a little bit of detriment. But I'm gonna take it back. Like uh, this this is an let me just pose this question for you. Let's just say, for example, eating eight meals a day gave you zero extra benefit over eating four meals a day for the average person. We're not talking about, you know, 220 pound shredded Adam or whatever. Average person (laughs) wants to be fit in the gym, right? If there's no extra benefit, then why would you pick eating? You know, why would you want to walk around with eight, you know, containers of food oh, yeah. everywhere. Not knowing that. How about the one? You know, you know how what a pain in the I used to do it. I used that's to like do it. these guys that eat. You know, that's like <clears throat> these. And this is really big in the com- competitive world. If you guys don't know this, the three grams to one fucking body fat for protein. Guys oh, consuming oh, yeah. three hundred to four hundred grams right. of protein, like wow. six hundred. I've heard I, astronomical numbers going. Like, like you're gonna synthesize, like, dude. What are you doing? Right. Well, you know what's funny? The is, RDA is like 0. 0.7. Okay, yeah. so, and that's like, and then if you're an athlete, go, above that goes like burn victim and like yeah, they say <laughs> bodybuilder, but yeah. It's and you like, know what? For for the, you got to take into account. Okay, labels twenty percent off, and maybe you overmeasure. Okay, so maybe you target like one, maybe yeah. one point five. If you're no. if you'd want a little shitting out a bunch of extra yeah. stuff, but really one you're probably Which is you're, really what you're doing. Oh, you're over you're, you're already overeating at one, yeah. and so, somewhere along the lines that was like the, the norm was one, and then all of a sudden it went to one five, then it went to two, then it went to like three. It's like well, what's funny is I talk to people who who retarded. eat these abnormal uh, these ridiculous amounts of protein. Now, first of all, studies done on athletes, tr- hard training athletes show that the upper limit for the uh, protein, or in other words, uh, the amount of protein that you're going to benefit from. So any more than this you're just not going to get any extra benefit from hmm. was 0.7 grams per pound of yeah. body weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not, so a 200 pound guy is not going to not even eat 200 pound uh, grams of protein. He'll eat something like 170 and yeah. that's, he's not going to get any extra benefit from anything more than that. Um, and, and that's done with hard training athletes. But you know, what's funny, you know who needs more protein? It's not the advanced person. St- studies done on athletes show the beginner requires more protein oh, than the yeah, guy who's advanced. Well, because he can probably build muscle at a much faster rate because his body has so much more to adapt and he's to. Well, it isn't down. all that ex- excess of protein and everything consumption, is that going to create a more acidic environment within your body? Yeah, well, what's right? funny, What about your heart? So, so I've had people talk to me who are like, oh, when I go low carb, if I don't dramatically increase my protein, I lose all the strength in the gym. Well, you know why? Because they're going low carb and their fat isn't high enough. Mm-hmm. So your body will either here, let me let me break it down for the listeners here. Your body will either run on glycogen, which it gets from carbohydrates, mm-hmm. or it will run on ketones, which it gets from fat. If you are on a low or no carbohydrate diet and you're not eating adequate fat, you're not giving it ketones and you're not giving it glycogen. So do you know what your body does? It takes proteins. And through this nasty process, it turns proteins into glycogen, and it creates all this byproduct. And you get stinky breath, and you smell yes. like ammonia um, because you have a high protein, low carbohydrate, and not enough fat mm. in your diet. And that's why you end up feeling stronger, is because you're giving yourself more glycogen. So that's why your breath stinks, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you, can't, you can't brush your teeth anymore. Yeah. So, it, so lay off, lay off the protein, yo. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. So if you go low carb, increase your fat intake. 
not your protein intake, and you'll get those ketones that you want if that's your if that's your desired method of fat loss. Well, enjoy yourself a little bit more too. Jesus, go yeah. have a cupcake instead of smashing in four more chicken breasts that oh you don't God. need. <laughs> well, you know, I from speaking from experience, guys. You know, I'll tell you guys a personal story. Right. I used to eat like clock, and I'm a look at you guys know me. I'm a dedicated son of a bitch. If I put my mind <laughs> to something, I will follow it to the T. I used to annoy the shit out of my family. I'd bring food with me everywhere. We'd be at the mall, you know, and I'd be like, oh, I got to eat. You know, we, you know, and <laughs> where, I would, where are we going, Sal? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I, can we eat? At work in between clients, you know, one client would leave. I'd have someone warm up for 10 minutes. I'd be in the back. I had this thing called a rocket grill. I'd put tilapia in there, grill it, boom, eat some oatmeal. There's my meal for, for you know, that my third meal or fourth meal or whatever. And I did this religiously. This, Supplement companies loved you. And, of course, you buy protein, more protein powder, more yes, protein bars in order to, make, to eat all these meals. So they're the ones that push this, by the way. That's what I was kind of alluding to. Was they're like, the ones where's the mindset this. of this? Absolutely. You know, where did it, where's the origin of it? And also, also keep in mind, when you look at these anabolically enhanced athletes, these pro bodybuilders that take these enormous amounts of anabolic steroids, they have a much higher rate of protein turnover. They actually utilize more protein. Well, that's than, it. Than yeah, they, they can use it when they're yeah, and I, and we did anabolics. It. Well, what's funny is I read this book called The Warrior Diet. Um, and it's kind of like intermittent fasting. Yeah. Did you like it? Okay. It, yeah. So the, eat, stop, eat. Yeah, and the science food. made sense. And then I read people on the forums, and they were talking about how well it worked for them. And this was a huge like paradigm shift for me. And I took this big leap of faith because I was so believe I, I so bought into this theory of eating every two or three hours. I did it, and I said, okay, I'm I'm gonna eat in the morning. I'm gonna eat one egg. And I'm gonna fast all day until dinner. Mm-hmm. Now I thought for sure I was gonna have a shitty workout. I'm like I'm gonna crash. This is gonna suck. Uh, you know, I'm gonna feel horrible. It's gonna take me, you know, weeks to get used to. The first workout I had fasted, I felt amazing. Probably felt mm-hmm. anabolic. Probably. I felt, felt fantastic all day. My senses felt sharp, um, and I've never gone back since. Now, the way I eat now is I eat between one. If I'm trying to get really lean, I'll eat one main meal a day, uh, maybe two meals a day, like I do now. I'll have something in the morning, something at night, and then I have a post-workout shake, and that's my that's how I eat all day. And I, I build more muscle and I'm leaner now than I ever it's was. Interesting, at, yeah. And I'm older I, I haven't, than I was in my 20s. I haven't eaten breakfast and I can't even tell you how long. You just broke, you don't eat breakfast? No. Oh, that's I know, the right? most important meal of the day. The yeah. most essential meal you could possibly have. Do you know most Americans didn't and eat breakfast? And cereal, cereal. Cereal companies oh, push dude. that. Well, you, that's where it goes back. Screw to, you, cereal companies. It goes back to what you what you said, where it's this. It's all it's all a personal preference, right? And I think that, and that's why, um, you know, if you've ever trained with me, one of the things that I teach is I like to teach all facets of dieting. Like you, if you if you train with me, you're going to learn back loading, front loading, carb cycling, intermittent fasting, balanced diets. Yeah, you name it. Like, well, you uh, told me, you told me, uh, you I don't remember. I think it was last week where you said how some of your athletes will freak out because you'll tell them to fast. Yeah, right. they'll, <laughs> they'll tell them like. Right before peak week, like we're not going to eat. That's food. awesome. No food. You're you, probably you, the only ch- coach that. Will well, tell me an example of oh, one. Ch- like ch- what happened? Like what, what did they? What, what did well, they, they notice? They well, I mean, they what they noticed was they definitely didn't get worse. They felt great. You know, saying so they were surprised by their energy levels. They were surprised that they felt great in their workout. Like you know, and they didn't uh, lose a bunch. Five pounds of muscle didn't fall off of us. You know, they right? Felt leaner, tighter. You know, when they refed, they felt great. Like so. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's great. You know, it's one of my favorite things to do actually is to throw that curveball in there. And I, you know, sometimes it's like to be honest, it, there's no real reason for me to do it right then. You know, it's just to like mm-hmm. I like to mess with them because it's like <laughs> it actually is going to do great benefits for us, and it's not going to hurt us whatsoever. You know, what I'm saying, and, it, it, and even if there was something fractional that could possibly hinder or sacrifice even the, the slightest bit of muscle, it's so minuscule 
that the the plus side that we get from doing that is far more beneficial. Well, you know what's funny is they find now that um, frequent protein feedings actually desensitize. They they say they call it desensitize the body to protein, so it decreases the amount. It's, it doesn't utilize protein. Yeah, you can't synthesize as after efficient. a while as efficiently. Yeah, you keeps yeah. So you wait five, six, seven hours, eight hours to eat protein. When you do eat it, your body utilizes more of it mm-hmm. um, in an anabolic way. So that said, is there still some you know science as far as nutrient timing? Yeah, actually, you know, um, there's pre-workout nutrient timing during workout, especially if you're having a long, grueling workout, having some carbohydrates mm-hmm. uh, before or during your workout definitely will increase performance. The post-workout protein and protein, carbohydrates, yeah, carbohydrates, that's definitely backed by science. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, so I'd say pro- if you're going to really time your food, time it around your workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, the most anabolic thing you do all day is work out. Right? And then also be conscious of when you're not active. Right. Yeah. And I know Adam's really good about this as far as like mapping and, and, and scheduling like meals and frequency and seeing patterns as far as like people when they're not as active. And you really don't need to, you know, consume the same amount of food. Like it's oh, OK yeah. for you to not be eating, you know, like your, your normal schedule of three, three meals a day or whatever. You, you maybe you get like one, maybe you get two meals or something like that. Well, here's here's today's base it off of your energy. Right. Today's, today's a perfect yeah. example of that exact thing. You guys see what I just pounded right now. And you're going like, oh, my God, look at all this food. He's <laughs> like, shit, that ain't nothing. I've been up since 345 this morning. Yeah. Plus, like I said, plus I had a hard workout. I was on my on my feet for a good four to five hours. Like, oh, man, like that was, I don't know, maybe eighteen hundred to two thousand calories right there. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm easily burning today 4,000 plus, yeah. you know, and the rest of my meals were all really clean and balanced meals. Well, how about, how about this myth? I've had people ask this question. I've had like five people ask me this exact question. I thought you could only utilize so many grams of protein at one time. I used to believe that. I used to believe that because uh, I read somewhere a long time ago that uh, the body digests uh, 10 grams per hour. I mean, I don't, this is I could, hilarious. I, what sucks is I can't tell you where I read it. I, obviously, it wasn't like in a magazine. This was actually in a book somewhere. I don't remember what, what one of my nutrition books or whatever but uh, I read somewhere that it uh, that the body it, it only get digest ten grams of protein. Well, aside from the fact that it, the, it's gonna there's gonna be huge variation from person to person. If this were true, where you only absorb so many proteins, fats, and carbohydrates at one sitting, then we could just fucking pig out real fast, and we're not gonna get fat because we're not gonna <laughs> absorb any of those extra calories, right? It's bullshit. Now, it, the digestive system works a lot. It takes a lot longer than you think. Your body utilizes the protein. Mm-hmm. You would have to eat so much. You'd throw up. From the amount of food that you would have to eat to override your digestive well, this, system. You this, get full, basically. Is what this if, where, too, like, as far as a thermogenic effect of food, like, so say you have different properties for, like, a slower digestive food that you just ate, right? So it's like a protein, and mm-hmm. then you have a different value for fat and different value for carbohydrates. So, you know, as far as, like, that being a factor, not a huge factor, but it's still something that... Well, what's interesting to is, consider. well, what's funny when you look at that, you're splitting hairs in a lot of cases. Yeah. But like in one instance, I'll use an example, uh, medium chain triglycerides, which are, these are uh, fats that are found in like coconut, uh, coconut milk uh, or coconut cream is high in MCTs. And what they find is that when you consume, let's say you exchange your normal fats and you replace them for MCTs. So the same amount of calories uh, that you had throughout the day, except you're eating much, many more medium chain triglycerides instead of long chain triglycerides or short chain triglycerides, you're, you'll actually be leaner because of the, the the way that medium chain triglycerides are utilized and what ends up happening is they get they get turned into energy very quickly they get turned into ketones mm-hmm. very quickly in fact they've equated it to glucose they'll say that this will get utilized as energy very quickly now you know bringing this up i bring this up because every morning uh if i do have something in the morning i will have a full can 
of full fat coconut milk. That's mm. 800 calories of coconut milk in this can, and it's about 70 grams of fat. And I'll put it in a blender. I'll put a little bit of protein in there um, and a little bit of uh, – I put psyllium husk, which is a fiber. Um, I, I put a little bit of some other type of protein uh, called uh, uh, collagen. Where's the white bark, dude? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> and I, I blend it up and I drink it, and about an hour later, I'm sweating my ass off. Yes. Because the MCTs start to get turned into energy, and they have a thermogenic property. So certain things do, in fact, cause these types of things. But it's trivial when you comp- when you yeah. count no, you know, like I, how much you burn when you move, and you know how much muscle. you Agreed. Have I did. I guess I just wanted to bring up the fact that like there are like these little minuscule variables to consider. Yeah, but, but yeah, they're not going to make. They're it not. Yeah, and they're, just, they're they are there. And so I think that I think that's the the number one takeaway is it's a personal preference. But there there's not one, there's not a single thing out of all these things we're talking about, right? That we can debate the benefits of intermittent fasting, the benefits of two meals, four meals, six meals, uh, the drawbacks, the myths. At the end of the day, there is nothing that will uh, change your physique more than consistently hitting your macronutrient targets, consistently feeding the body what it needs. If you are, if you inconsistently feed, do not feed it what it needs, you're not going to grow. Yeah, just be consistent. Eat right and exercise, mm-hmm. and then those. That's, well, that's the big thing. Yeah, and that's the only real what? way you're going to learn, you know, about yourself. Like, is to really pay attention to your pattern and keep it consistent. Once you can establish a consistent pattern, that's when you can explore, you know, other ways to 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 find a find new avenues to make it more efficient or optimal. Right? No, I know I know some people I work with someone like this and she needs she eats every she's lost 60 pounds and she eats every 3 hours and she says to me I I have to eat that way otherwise and I think because she has an attachment to food or whatever and some mm-hmm. people are like this and again it's personal preference. For me, if I eat when I eat too frequently, I notice I'm more tired. I was actually I used to rely much more on stimulants like caffeine mm-hmm. in the past. Now when I don't eat, I have much more energy. Throughout the day, because my body's in that uh, paras- that sympathetic uh, you know mode versus the parasympathetic. Where you see, I, I don't sleep. feel that way. You know what yeah. it, it does too? It keeps me from wanting to gorge because when you eat small meals. Yes. Yeah. When I keep when I keep and small, my meals aren't that small. You know, like I'm. Well, eating, what I mean is frequently. Yeah, more yeah, frequently. yeah, yeah. Frequent. I'm eating frequent meals. I'm not letting myself go long periods of time. Now, like I said, I do like the interfast because I I'm all about shocking the body and throwing curveballs at the diet. I do the same. Like I said, I switch up. From carb loading, back loading, all that stuff, cycling, you name it. Like I do it, and I like to do it because I also think there's a, there's a good uh, uh, good thing that happens to your metabolism because it has to figure out what you're doing. Like we talked before, our bodies are adaptation machines, man. They adapt to everything. Whether we're talking about weight training, nutritionally too. Mm-hmm. If you're if you've been eating a certain way, if you always get breakfast at nine a.m., hey, what happens when you don't get breakfast or lunch mm-hmm. for two or three days? The body is going to trip out a little bit, right. you know. And there's a lot of good there's a lot of studies out that show all the benefits of what happens? Yeah, it gives, puts the body through short-term stress, but it's just it's like working out. Mm-hmm. If you were to break down what working out is, we're stressing the body. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's no, a stress yeah, on it's a stress. And, and you're talking about eating the same foods every day. We didn't even touch on this. Yes. When you eat the same thing all the time, first of all, foods require certain enzyme to break them down. It, they they promote growth of some bacteria in the gut, and they kill other bacteria in the gut. If you're eating the same thing, if it's always tilapia, rice, and broccoli, tilapia, rice, broccoli, which, which a lot of physique and, and how much like athletes. fiber are you really getting with well, that? Well, what happens is you promote the growth of certain bacteria because you're eating the same types of foods. Other types that you need go away, and mm. you deplete certain enzymes that are always used for those types of foods. So you're not cycling your foods, and you end up developing 
food intolerances yeah. where all of a sudden guys like, oh, I used to be able to eat chicken all the time. Now when I eat chicken, I kind of don't feel right. Or, you know, my body doesn't respond the way it used to. Cycle your food. Sometimes have red meat. Sometimes have chicken. Mm-hmm. Sometimes have fish. Sometimes eat vegetarian. I, I go vegetarian at least twice a, twice a month, two days out of the month. I eat no meat whatsoever hmm. because I know it replenishes certain enzymes and it promotes the growth of certain beneficial bacteria. And I feel fantastic when I do it. That's great. I've actually never done that. It's actually a great idea. It's, it is. And there'll be I a like, coming I out. I like my that. meat, so. <laughs> you like your what? I like my meat. I think, let's end it on that. <laughs> He's trying. Yeah, he, he needs a new sound bite. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.